There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Got to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. ToeGrips.com. Of course, the great Dr. Busby. She, uh, of, uh, of, of, well, of ToeGrips.com, duh. But she also has the Encore Mobility Supplement, which Luther takes every day, and the do-it-yourself nail trimming, and the toe grips, which are an amazing little thing, by the way, Jelly. You put them right there on your dog's nails. Yep. And it's it's awesome. And it helps your dogs walk on wood floors when they may struggle to do so. But they do a good job of walking on grass or carpet or whatever. Uh, but wood floors are a struggle. Well, fear not, because the toe grips can help you out. And, of course, if you want to purchase anything, you can use the promo code LUTHER. That is L-U-T-H-E-R. But Dr. Busby also has a blog on this website, toegrips.com, and the blog is great. Any questions you may have about your dog's situation, she'll have an answer for you. She's freaking Dr. Busby. I mean, she has the answers. You know, like how Sway didn't have the answers, according to Kanye. He said, you ain't got the answers, Sway. Well, he wouldn't say that to Dr. Busby. Because I tell you this, if Yeezus were sitting next to Dr. Busby, he'd say, I'm sorry, you do have the answers, Dr. Busby. It's true. Because she does. So you just got to check out uh, Dr. Busby's blog. That, of course, at toegrips.com as well. And you don't have to deal with any crappy ads or anything like that. It is at toegrips.com. Promo code Luther to save 10% on any purchase. Check out the blog. Check out everything else. Dr. Busby is the best. We love him. Thank you for being part of the show. Thanks to everybody who's been uh, going to that site for the last couple years now and buying stuff and everything else. Toegrips.com. This is the Josh Innes Show. Howdy hi, everybody. Welcome in. It's Josh and Jilly on your Tuesday. On your two for Tuesday on 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. I don't think that's what we're doing. Nope, we're not. You're on the wrong radio show. I'm on the wrong show. I messed it up. Was that a boo-boo on my part? I screwed up. (laughs) But uh, anyway, welcome in. Uh, Today might go down as the slowest news day ever if you don't give two fucks about January 6th, which I don't, and you don't. Nope. Don't give two fucks about any of that. Don't give two fucks about abortion. Like, if you don't, like, today is a bad day if your goal in life is to avoid all of this shit because it's just nonstop misery. Because it is every fucking where. Well, yeah, because we were saying, like, we, we're trying to get away from all the anger and the sure. serious and the politics. Well, because yesterday. Having fun. The, see, yesterday we talked about something semi-political, but we did it in a fun way. Yes. To where people were sending me messages saying that was the funniest fucking shit ever. I just got a Facebook post from someone who said, when Jilly compared OJ to Chaz from Wedding Crashers trying to pick up pussy at the, at the uh, abortion rallies, I spit my drink out. I said, that's what we're trying to do. But today there is not not the uh, not the stories out there. No. I mean, it is just nonstop bullshit that I don't care about. You know, like I, like I know that there's a lot of people that want to yell and scream about this shit on social media. And I get it. And I, you're into that shit. 
I'm not. I was talking about this on the Detroit show today that like like people get into this January 6th shit and I'm like, I don't give a fuck one way or the other. And I think a lot of people don't. And of course, some angry woman called and said, I don't think you're, it was the most bizarre call because this woman's like, can I talk to a manager? And I said, sure you can pause for 10 seconds, come back. Hey, this is the manager. What do you have to say? Oh, and she's angry. Like, I don't like the misinformed opinions of your host. And I don't think he should be talking about this stuff. I said, well, he didn't give any fucking opinions, lady. I didn't say that. I should have. I said, listen, here, you broad. He didn't actually give any fucking opinions. All, the only opinion he gave is he doesn't give a fuck, and he'd rather figure out why gas is $6 a gallon uh, than worry about what the fuck happened at the Capitol a year and a half ago. She's like, well, if he were informed, he would know why gas is an issue, right? So then she goes, now, understand, I don't know why that's the case either because I'm not that informed, but I don't think this is the place to be offering these opinions. And, of course, you know when people disagree with you politically, even though it wasn't really a political stance, I don't believe. Like, I didn't get in trouble for it, therefore it couldn't have been a political stance. That's the way I judge things on this Detroit station. If, they, if the boss bitches at me about it, it means it was too political, which I've really been trying to avoid because I truly think it'd be, it to just it's miserable. Yes, it is. So uh, if, if the boss said, hey, good segment, then I know that it was fine so all i said was i don't give a fuck i don't care i don't care who did what at the capitol i don't care about them trying to bring the trump down i don't care and the woman's point was um the inner well then i don't think you should spread misinformation on the internet about uh gas prices and everything else I'm like, fuck, I'm not spreading. I li like, basically, here's how things work in the radio world or any world, political world, social media world, anywhere you're doing media. If people agree with you, they have no issue with you saying it. If they disagree with you, they say you shouldn't be saying it. But this woman had a weird twist. This woman was like, well, I don't think he should. I'm not against freedom of speech. I think he should be able to say what he wants, but I don't think he should be able to say that. Say what exactly, ma'am? Uh, that he bitched about gas well do you have an answer about it no that was my point lady i just i'd like I, I would much rather you solve this issue again fun fact fill up update we'll call it a fill up date mm, filled up the car clever. today you like that name fill up date 72 dollars to fill up the car it was basically on empty i and had like 50 miles cents off a gallon yes thanks kroger fuel points without that imagine how much that shit would have been it would have been 10 cents more a gallon and there were 16 gallons it would have been like a dollar 16 a dollar 60 more so there i saved a dollar 60 thank you that's why i find it comical when i hear this shit about well you know biden wants to you know suspend the gas tax great so i could save two fucking dollars Great, I can buy a stick of fucking gum at the uh, at the grocery store. I can buy some some pixie sticks with that $2. What can I do with your shitty $2? Figure it out. Ah, boy. God, I hate my face so much. Oh, I hate it. Well, you really butchered it. With no, that. You, I butchered it. But if my face weren't so goddamn fat, it would, like I didn't realize how fat my face is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't realize until I was watching a video today of us bringing some tickets to see Motley Crue to some nice lady in Columbia, Tennessee. It's like a 40-minute drive each way, 45-minute drive. I saw the video, and I go, holy shit, you're disgusting. You are gross. Now, understand, I proceeded to go eat Chinese food for lunch, and I purchased uh, something called, like, a brownie in a cup, which means I pour the powder into a mug. It's actually in a mug. Mm. And you put water in it, 
and you put the mug in the uh, microwave for a minute, and it makes a fudge brownie in a mug you also in a minute. You a slice of coconut cake. In my defense, you're an enabler, just like those assholes in Motley Crue with uh, Vince Neil that we watched last night. He's like, I was trying to go on the wagon, and these sons of bitches were out here like, we're getting hammered, Vince. I didn't even see that fucking cake. And you go, ooh, Josh, look, you love coconut cake. I'm like, look at my four chins. Okay, also, though, like, again, we're back in this thing. that We have the same conversation every, like, two months. Mm-hmm. Okay, this week we're going to grill. We're going to do grilled chicken. We're going to have a lot of chicken, a lot of grilled stu- grilled steak, everything like that, right? Yeah. And then what happens? Oh, I don't know. There's not enough propane, so I guess there we, isn't. Should, we should just go get hot chicken. This is going to be a dumb question, but since we're on Twitch, I will ask the question. Can I return a propane tank knowing that there's still some propane left in it? Because there's enough, like the little red line and, you know, the way like the, you run out of the gas and like the little line and it's like it's red. But like there could be there could be tons of propane left. Can I return the propane tank with a little bit of propane still in it or is that considered uncouth? Because if that's the case, I'll go take the motherfucker back right now. Because that's why, again, tonight we were going to have grilled chicken. <laughs> and instead, it's like, well, can you just make pasta or something? I was worried or about yesterday, the propane. Well, I don't know. There's there's probably not enough propane, but there's still enough in there. So let's just go get hot chicken. <laughs> that was for lunch. <laughs> and I it's, and the thing is, I, I, like, I had goals yesterday. I got up. Didn't, you know, eat any breakfast. I went to the gym and I worked out. I was punching the bag and I came home. It's like, what should we do for lunch? And I'm like, well, in my defense, you said, well, I, I want some Hattie B's. That sounds good. No, and I'm that like, was like the fourth thing I mentioned because you weren't responding to anything I was suggesting. God, my face is gross. <laughs> Fucking asshole Joe in Philly goes, hello, Newman. God, I now remember that shitty bit. That was in Philly, right? Where I was it? Adam, who said I look like, no, or was it Jim? It was you guys. Yeah. It was you and Jim who said I look like Newman without facial hair. That's true. God, I hate myself. If you notice, when I take pictures now, I do this. I cover my cheek. I am so disgusted by myself. But you were also disgusted with the gray in your beard, so what are you going to do? I can't. It's like, I don't even mind. Like, I think, like, my face itself doesn't look bad in the sense that, like, now I got enough stubble where I think it's okay. It's the fucking three chins that sucks. And I don't know if that'll ever go away. Is this just my lot in life? Am I going to have these nasty fucking chins? Like where my chin hangs lower? Like my neck fat hangs lower than my chin itself? Well, there's a surgery for that, I'm sure. I, I, someone get me an endorsement. And then I notice all my other flaws when I don't have a beard. My beard does a very good job of masking all my other facial flaws. But you can't control yourself, and then you bite your beard, and then you pull all the hairs out, and then you hurt your jaw by chewing on your beard hair. Because, see, here's what I see now, Jelly. Here's what I see when I look at myself right now. I can see myself right now on this fucking TV. You know what I see? I see a, I see these gaps in my teeth. Like, fortunately, like, I don't have, like, a stray hand gap in the front or, like, an old-school Bobby Brown gap, but, like, I have these little side gaps, and somehow they're more pronounced when I don't have a beard. My like bags under my eyes. Somehow I notice them more. And then I net like I honest to God never noticed that I don't even have a jawline. Cause the beard hit all that. Now I look at it, I saw a view of me from the side. I said, Holy fucking shit, John Candy. Like, I mean, people said all this shit. We we were making the jokes about all the stuff people said about me when I initially got rid of the beard. Like, well, there's Rosie O'Donnell, there's a fucking lesbian, there's Chaz Bono. You're not lying. Look at me. I'm a godforsaken monster. 
I am disgusting. Now I know what you're saying, Josh. You can fix that by going to the gym. I I, I went one day, and I hope I was hoping to make it two in a row. But then today I went and did this bit where I drove all the way out to Columbia to bring this nice lady some tickets to see Motley Crue. So what's your excuse tomorrow? I'm going tomorrow. Okay. I don't need your bullshit, Jilly. But just remember, that coconut cake that's sitting in there, that's there because you're an enabler. That's the least of the You problems. are the other three members of Motley Crue. Every day. And I'm Vince Neil. I'm over here like, hey, guys, hey, brothers, I got to stop eating. I got to stop drinking and shit. And you're like, hey, well, we're doing shit tons of blow and shit. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll just do blow. You're an enabler. Every day I say, I hope you're happy. let's go to the meat store. Or Josh, why don't you stop at the meat store? Stop at the butcher store on the way home and get us some meat. Let's call let's it a butcher shop. Grilling. A meat store makes me sound kind of gay. <laughs> you're like, hey, why don't you stop at the meat store, you fat lard? I don't know why we There's call a whole it. bunch of meat there for you, you fat gay bastard, you. I don't know why we call it the meat store. You know what really disappoints well, me? Again, you never actually take advantage of the fact that it's this like really great fresh butcher shop. Like You're always like, oh, I, I didn't get anything because I didn't have any out. Well, you could have ordered it. Let me tell you, you could something. You walked up to the window and said, hey, I need, you know, a pound of chicken or I need some. I need a pound of meat. You know, like. I'm going to tell you there's something. There's always an excuse. I'm going to tell you something. And this is the God's honest truth. I'd be okay if I still found out that gay Mike still found me attractive. I'm going to tell him to say that you're not. Fuck. Well, then now I know your little plans. Now your little reindeer games. You've, you've revealed yourself. But now I feel disgusted. Like, and then gay Mike, usually he comments on everything. As Rich Rose says, you look like grown up Pat. Ugh. What a miserable time. God, I was watching that video and I'm like, Josh, why do you look this? You're a monster. Just an absolute monster. And I make jokes about it on the, on the Instagram to hide the pain. The pain is there. Well, since we're just going to pile on then, I'll just keep going. It's also funny because you're upset now because we finally decided that we are going to go to this Motley Cruise show. Yep. And you can't find a shirt that fits. <laughs> like, look at the audience of Motley Crue and Def Leppard. Yeah. They're not, you know, toothpicks. No. Look at Vince Neil. But, and I can't find a shirt anywhere that fits. It, like, can't cover my stomach. Like, I'm thinking about wearing a tank top. <laughs> you might as well. Mesh. I'm going to go find a mesh tank top, and I'm going to wear that to the show. It's also funny because we were talking about how we were going to pregame, right? Yeah. And then you realize the show is like seven hours long. Uh, that's another thing. And if like, we I'm, pregame, we will fall asleep. This is too much shit. There are too many acts at this concert. You like you cannot have a seven-hour concert. That is, that is wrong. An outdoor seven-hour concert is unacceptable. I don't know who would go to this and truly enjoy it. Like It's like... like it's a like lot of this. people have. Okay. I mean, a lot of okay. people said it's great. Okay, here's the thing. It's like an overtime playoff hockey game that goes like four overtimes. Like, in theory, you're like, that sounds like it'd probably be, be like epic. But by the middle of like the third overtime, you're kind of like, I think this is a little too much. I'm ready for it to be over. That's how I feel about that concert, and I'm worried about it. And we're getting hosed in that concert because Def Leppard is playing before Motley Crue. Because I'm fine with Def Leppard. I've seen them a couple times. They're fine. Little yep. love bites, little f -f -f fooling. I'm there. That's fine. But if it ended with Motley Crue or Motley Crue before Def Leppard, then we could just fucking leave and say, Sorry, uh, Def Leppard. I don't need this shit. Right. I mean, I realize I'm wearing a Def Leppard shirt, but really, we are going for Poison and Motley Crue. Really, I'm going for Poison. 
I haven't. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen Poison. I think I might have actually seen them with you Def did. Leppard. Yeah, you went and saw Poison. I saw them with Def Leppard, but I, I only saw about half of it because the reason I went with our buddy is he wanted to see Def Leppard. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if it because they're they're rotating headliners, so it just happens yep. for our date that we get Def or Motley Crue as the headliner. But yeah, yeah, we could like, look totally- at me right now as I sit here. Look at my chin, and I know you're looking at them because you can't avoid them. I look like Conrad Thompson, but without any success. I'm like lesser successful, equally as fat Conrad Thompson. And that's not meant to be a knock because I admire him. But it's just an observation I have made. Oh, geez, look at me. Like, I look like fucking Mama June. I look like I should be like eating Getty, which is butter and ketchup on noodles. Actually, now that you say Mama June, like that's all I can see with your neck and chin area. Pugging! You put a blonde wig on you. You got a good Halloween oh, costume. Fuck. Oh, God. This is no good. Uh, let's see here. What are the folks saying here in the chat? Now, now, uh, Joe in Philly did go see the show in Philly. We saw the crowd for that show. It was packed. And my, and my thought was, yeah, no shit, it's going to be packed. It's Philadelphia. If anybody's going to get into the nostalgia of 80s hair metal and fill up a baseball park, it would be Philadelphia. Like, it looked like there was a solid crowd in Miami, decent crowd in Atlanta, Washington, all these places. But I saw Philly, and I'm like, that'll be it. That'll be the place. Like they like I feel like enough's enough and rat and skid row could play a baseball park in Philly and they'd fill it up. And like the opening act is an ECW show and they put in fifty thousand people for it. And yet here we have it in a football stadium, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um <laughs> Literally three fucking of these panels just <laughs> fell off the wall. Well what is happening? I don't know. I mean, oh, then there was a boom last night in our oh, in yeah. our town, and nobody knows what it was. It sounded like a goddamn bomb was dropped. Yeah, but there was no carnage. There was no uh, destruction, and the police actually sent out a, a warning, like a tweet about it, or a text, rather, saying they were trying to find the source and everything, and they never did. So now uh, most people believe that it was a sonic boom from, like, an asteroid or a meteor or some such shit. But there was, like, a flash in the sky and everything. It's on, like, people's ring cameras. Wow. You heard that shit everywhere. I know. I was, I was very perplexed. I didn't know what it was. The hell. All my shit's falling off the walls. What a mess. Then I go to work, and you would think that this situation's bad in here. Holy shit. Like, the, they're renovating, or they're not renovating, they're remodeling the building because someone bought it. Talk about a real brainiac move here. We have to spend, like, another year in this building that is now owned by someone else, and they're renovating the whole thing. There's, like, nowhere to park. It's creepy. There's these dudes doing construction, and they, um, and like the other day, Battle walked into the bathroom, and like there was just some dude. One dude was shaving in the sink in our only bathroom, and then the other guy was taking a shit in the only stall, and they're just chatting back and forth while they're doing this. Oh, you could just invite Battle to come over and do the show here, I guess. Nope, not going to do that. He doesn't need to know where we live. That's not his business. (laughs) Why? That is not his business at all. Why? I don't know. It just isn't. I don't make the rules, Dilly. Uh, boy, Josh, do the show from home. Well, that just ripped paint off the wall. But that was that was inevitable. That was going to happen. These things, this is what happens when you stick shit to the wall. You can either use nails and shit, or you do this. Well, I think they prefer you use nails. No, they don't. Well, they're going to repaint the wall. That's true. But what are you going to do? 
Oh, dear. Well, what are you going to look at that? See, there's paint coming off the wall. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. Oh, that looks terrible. Well, I mean, that's, and you know what? That's going to be all over this damn place. Yeah, you should have found a different way to hang these then because that's, I mean, we're never getting a security deposit back now. Well, then you know what? We'll live. Use the security deposit and paint the damn place. We've left places in far worse shape. Make it sound like we're, you know, heathens. I don't know. I don't remember any of our walls looking like that. Well, they, I think that there was uh, some issues with the walls in uh, Philly. Well, no, because I tacked all the, fo I tacked foam to the walls upstairs. Mm -hmm. This is using these little sticky things. Yeah, those sticky things are not ideal for this. Well, I mean, there was no other way to hang these up on the wall. Like, you couldn't put nails through them, and you could. But this is this is my lot in life now. Anyway. So, um, okay, I can't use thumbtacks, Trevor. You, you can't put a fucking thumbtack through this. It doesn't work that way. Thank you. I have used thumbtacks for other shit before. This is very thick. It's thick. Not just foam. What I might have to do is take a piece of foam and put it up over those three places right there. Jeez. Ah, boy. Mike says, or Mike Loves just says, my last apartment charged me like 500 bucks for some nail holes in the wall. See, no matter, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So you do what you got to do. Maybe if they have to repaint the fucking room, they charge us and they repaint the fucking room. What are you going to do? You know, I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how we're sticking shit to the wall. Anyway, so. Uh, well, someone asked earlier about Deshaun Watson. Did anything actually go down today? Well, I think it's two days, isn't it? Like well, it is, but I just didn't know if there was any new news. I was looking. I couldn't find anything about Watson today. No. Um, I could just throw the book at the motherfucker and get it over with. He's clearly a predator. He's clearly a monster. The league wants him suspended indefinitely, and I know they got to go through this whole charade with their little person, their little fake judge in there going through it. The dude is a monster. It's clear he's a monster. And the only people who don't think he's a monster are Browns fans or black dudes. Those are the only people that look at this guy and say, oh, I don't know, I think you guys are a little rough. No, he's a piece of shit. And they're worried because there might be like five or six more of these people to, to allege this against him. And sorry, friends, if one or two people say, um, if one or two people come out and say he did something, then maybe it's, it's maybe nothing happened. Bro, when you got like 30 people, like you did some fucked up shit. And whether you think you did some fucked up shit or not, you did some fucked up shit. Well, that's my favorite part too, is everyone's like, well, he already settled like 20 cases, so... Oh, I'm sorry that four is still just a small number. Like, like, the dude's a fucking creep. And if you believe, I guess if you read into now the newest lawsuit against the Texans, they allege that there could be, like, six more women. For like That's what I'm saying. So there's probably yeah. going to be more. There could be. And, like, I'm still not totally buying, like, this angle that Busby's trying to go with where it's like the Texans enabled him because they gave him, like, a place to get massages. Well, I mean, apparently they he requested a massage table. Like, like and that's, and look. And I think the problem is the thing from what I was reading like with the Texans thing is like the Texans said they had no idea any of this was happening till like 2021. Yeah. And if this timeline that Busby's presenting is accurate, they knew about it in 2020. Oh. So then it's then then you start to see where it's like, okay, so why were you covering this up? Why were you Sure, but like I don't think like I think the idea is that the Texans just knew that this guy was a serial comer and that he was, you know, just coming on all these women and they knew it and they were like, Top boys will be boys. Let's hide this. Like, I don't buy that. They might have thought it was weird and they might say, Why well, does this motherfucker need sixty massage therapists? And why they might think he's a creep. But I mean, 
that doesn't mean that you like you know that he's out there being a monster. Like you know that there are people doing weird shit. Like the people that live next door to serial killers, generally speaking, go, yeah, we always thought he was kind of weird, but we never knew that he was, you know, chopping dudes' heads off and fucking them. Like you don't know that. Like you like you just assume that he's doing weird shit and he's kind of out there, a little kooky, a little quirky. But you never actually think that the guy's going to be a serial killer well, that's got this, severed like, heads in an industrial freezer in his apartment. But I mean, if I read this right, and maybe I've got this mixed up a little, I didn't read it too in depth. But um, weren't they saying that like the team received complaints from their contracted massage place about Deshaun? Uh, I think some of them, yes. And just kind of poof and yeah. it. No, I no, I get that. I'm not telling you that they didn't know something, and that they're not iffy but like i think the way people are trying to angle this and busby's trying to angle this trying to get more money is the whole angle of well the texans were enablers i don't know that they were enablers i don't buy that uh, you're an enabler that's why there's a coconut cake in the fridge it's a slice by the way not just a whole and cake. i'm gonna eat it now the lady, and you're an enabler and that's why i've got this the lady at the butcher shop did say it was a really good cake and suggested asking for a full cake I'm sure I'll be getting one of those soon. I'm going to come home tomorrow like, hey, can you stop by the butcher shop no, or sorry, the meat store go and get, pick up the co a full coconut cake, I'm Fatty go Magoo? I'm going to damn cake right now and you're going to try it. We're going to see. Okay, I'm going to see. Now, remember this about coconut I'm cake. very picky about coconut Yeah, because I like a thicker icing. I like a buttercream icing and not a whipped icing. How did this become a thing? Wait a minute. We're talking about enabling and like about how like it's your fucking fault I'm fat. And you're like, no, hold on. Come try the cake for everybody to see. The Texans knew he got massages means nothing. See, I agree with that. Like, I think this is people trying to make a big deal because Houston only bangs on the Texans and they like to, you know, it makes them seem like they're doing something because they'll never shit on the Astros or anybody else. All right. So here's this cake, by the way. What was your favorite coconut cake ever? There was one you used to get all the time. At Randall's. Mm. I think it was Randall's had the best coconut cake. It had the good thick icing. Uh, actually, no, there was another one. There was a pretty good coconut cake at that really expensive cake place that we would go bar, to. At, yeah. Gallery. All right. Ooh, this is a, this is a corner too. So this is lovely. Boy, I can tell this is gonna be a fluffy icing. So I'll show you guys that bite <laughs> there. This bitch, what a monster you are. This is your fault. When I die young, which I think is what you're trying to have happen. I don't know that I like it. Really? Here's what's weird about it. <laughs> like, it almost tastes like meat. Well, I mean, it wasn't a bag with meat in a, a car, so maybe it absorbs some of the meat. <laughs> but we probably should not have put it in the same bag. Yeah, there's something weird here. <laughs> I want you to take a bite. I, I no, need to I take don't a bite like of the coconut. I, no. Do it for me. No, I can. I mean, I can smell the chicken. I told you when I got the bag out of the car, it smelled like it's the like chicken. something. It's like somebody used the same utensil or something as they used with meat. No, I, because it was literally sitting on top of a pack of chicken that was in a warm car. So I think what happens is it like absorbs. But I will say that if it didn't taste like meat. <laughs> It'd be a solid piece of coconut cake. Well, we'll have to go get another piece and not put it on top of meat. Can we do that in a few minutes? Yeah, we can go back. Okay. Thanks. That's probably why she asked, like, do you want the cake in a separate bag? Yeah, there's some meat. And you said, nah, <laughs> it's fine. 
<laughs> yeah. There's something iffy here. But I think this cake has potential. Uh, so we need to go Now, there's not my ideal icing. I like it to be buttercream type of thicker icing. <laughs> but they also said the lemon cake is really good there. See, I would try yeah, that. That lemon cake can kick rocks. I, I would try the lemon cake. Some fucking lemon cake. So am I throwing away the meat? Can yeah, I- fruit should not be involved with pastries like that. See, and it's got like, you know, the holes in there. So of course, the, was it osmosis? Osmosis, yes. Osmosis led to this cake tasting like the meat that was under it. Ah, boy. Ah, the food town in Deer Park makes a coconut cake with a thin pineapple layer in the middle. See, I, I don't get, see, as I have a thought. I have thoughts, friends, about cakes and, 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 and fruits and fruit cakes. I don't believe that a delicious pastry should have fruit involved in it. Now, you want to put some jelly on a biscuit? I'm fine with that. But I do not believe that a cake that possesses icing on the top of it should also have fruit. I was going to say, like, what about cheesecake with, like, a cherry or a strawberry? That's different. That is a different thing altogether. I'm talking about, like, a cake, not a cheesecake, which in theory isn't even a cake. But, like, I'm talking about, like, when people get, like, strawberry shortcake, unacceptable. I don't live that way. Strawberry shortcake is gross to me because it soggies up the cake and everything. It doesn't belong together. Certain things do not belong together. Fruit does not belong on cake. And these are the ABCs of me. I see. Uh, Let's see. Mr. Ocean Colored Pants says, same thing happened to me at a pizza place down the street. Ordered a cheesecake and it had a meat taste to it. So now what we got to do is walk in and just buy one piece of cake, and I'll see if it's any better. Yeah, you just got to keep it separate from the meat. Also, Ian Rappaport does say basically what we just said. The disciplinary hearing for Deshaun Watson uh, in front of the jointly appointed judge has adjourned for the day. The expectation is it will continue tomorrow. Well, I want to see this guy just get the fucking book thrown at him. Fuck him. And a big part of it is because of the people that annoy me on social media about it that are like, what about Ben Roethlisberger? Great, Ben Roethlisberger had an issue with, like, one person, and who knows what the fuck happened. I'd come back at them and say, well, what about fucking Kobe, Chief? Kobe might have raped somebody, too, but it was one fucking person. Yeah, the Something comparisons- up with one person. This guy is a fucking serial fucking monster, and he's a narcissist, and he seems to be an emotionless zombie. Fuck him. Just throw the goddamn book at him. We just saw Roe v. Wade overturned. You can't sit there and come out and do something that's anti-woman, like, uh, you know, not giving uh, Deshaun Watson the fucking book. This is 2022. You can't do that. The people that that keep trying to compare it to the Robert Kraft thing fascinates me. Like, again, different massages. One uh, was going and the girls were expecting to just massage him. The other was going to a place that was probably known for seedy massages. No, they were known for jerking people off. Well, that's what I'm saying. He went seedy. to a rub and tug. Yes. That's, yes, there was a seed involved. It came out of the penis of Robert Kraft because that's what happens there. I know. So that's why yeah. I'm saying it's strange to me, the people that keep comparing the two. Like, well, they didn't do anything with Robert Kraft. Like, well, it's a little Here, different. But here's the thing, though. A little different. You know why that's done. Because he's an old white guy. So the old white guy gets away with it, but the black young guy doesn't. Because the old white guy, one, he's an owner, so I mean, or sorry, a governor? I don't know what the fuck they call him in the NFL. But he went to a place where you anticipate getting jerked off. That's what they do. You know, Like, fine, Deshaun Watson went to places, and they're like, hey, we'll give you a massage, all good. 
And then he's like, yeah, what you're going to do is massage this penis with it your mouth hole. would have been a better look for Deshaun if he did go to the seedy jack shack. Like, you'd still look pathetic because your girlfriend's really hot. Yep. And you're like, I go to 60 different bitches to get jerked off. But You'd be like, cool. at least those women would know what they were in for. Yes. That would take away from the harassment and Correct. the assault, possibly, you know? Correct. But see, instead, you went to these places like, ah, hey, do, do, do you rub? Like, she, like I love, hey, Deshaun, we know what you're about, though, bro. Because some of these chicks were great. They're like, hey, I just started giving massages yesterday. It's like, perfect. How long have matter. you been jerking guys off? Let me ask you a question. This is your first big-time massage. How many times has a guy did a come on you? Well, you're going to get one now. Sounds like you're a pro. Stand by. Put on your goggles because I'm going to get really aroused when you start rubbing my thighs. And that's the thing, man. When you get a massage, I know we've had this discussion before, but as a fella, like the last thing you want to do is get a boner getting a massage. Like you'll roll over and break that thing before somebody, you see, let someone see that you have a boner. Right, I'd imagine it's quite embarrassing. No, I, I've never done it because like it's mind over matter, bro. You got to zone out of that shit. You got to think about every bad thing. I've had sex with my grandma every time I've had a massage. Ew. Because you know why? Yeah, you say, ooh. You know who doesn't get boners? People who say, ooh. So I think about a bunch of dumb shit. I'm like, nope, you got to think about bad shit. Got to think bad shit. That's how this has to work. Because you don't want to get a boner. Because people aren't going to be flattered by it. They're going to go, you're a fucking creep. And then all of a sudden you're in trouble. So you sit there and you don't want to get a boner and you don't want to fart. Those are the two keys in life. Those two things happen. Dunzo. And it's hard not to, man, because it's all nice in there. And sometimes they play very nice music. Right. Um, you got to be relaxed, of course. Yeah. yeah. So no, so you, just, you don't want to get down like that. Unless you're Deshaun Watson, where you go in there with a heart on. You're like, all right, guys. Like, Mr. Mr. Watson, how? He goes, baby. Hey, shorty. I've had a heart on since Thursday. But it's Sunday. Yep. I've had a hard on thinking about you since Thursday. I am excited. And then he starts Beavis and Butthead pelvic thrusting the air. And then they laugh about it. Speaking of Beavis and Butthead, I did see that someone posted a clip of one of these new Beavis and Butthead episodes. Well, it's a new movie. It's a, so it's a movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's on Paramount Plus, so we don't have Paramount Plus, so... It's unfortunate that we will not be seeing this because I love Beavis and Butthead. There's so many streaming platforms. Yep, they're going to eventually eat each other, and they're going to consolidate. That's eventually going to happen. They all can't keep existing. But, so the, the scene that I saw on, um, on Twitter was one where Beavis and Butthead are in a class, and they learn that they have white privilege, and everybody in the class is, like, judging them. They're like, yes, you're white, so you can't do this, this, and you have an advantage here, an advantage here. And the light bulb goes off in their mind. They didn't realize they had white privilege. And now they're excited to learn this information. And they're going to go exploit it and take advantage of it. That's funny shit. I know I'd like to watch this, but I don't know anyone who has a Paramount Plus either. Mike Judge <laughs> would not let us down. To swap uh, logins and whatnot. Although I take that back because Mike Judge, I heard him on with Rogan. Rogan interviewed him. Mike Judge is a very boring uh, podcast guest. Like, I was excited. I thought we'd get a whole bunch of Beavis and Butthead conversation. Honestly, I felt like he just kind of repeated everything Rogan said. It was very strange. But, like, this this clip I watched, maybe I can find it. Holy shit. It, I was laughing my ass off at this clip. You're going to get redlined for playing Beavis and Butthead. Uh, uh, I won't play the video. How about that? I'll just play the audio. Uh, let's see here. Beavis and Butthead. White. 
Well, I can't spell privilege. Then how do you have white privilege if you can't spell it? All right, let's see here. Let's hear a little bit of this. Example of white privilege. And you both have it. Uh, what's that? Anyone want to fill them in? Um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so white privilege is when white people, particularly men, automatically assume they can take whatever they want. And they never have to worry about getting stopped by the police. And they have the inside track for any job they- I got they... this one, Aisha. They have the inside track for any job they want. Exactly, Gage. Thank you for that. That's white privilege. Whoa. And we have that? You sure do. I see. Whoa. I never realized this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've really opened up my eyes. Well, I'm glad we've been able to enlighten you. The real question is, do you think you'll be acting differently from now on? Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> Step aside, please. We have white privilege. <laughs> yeah, 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 check it out. Don't worry, it's okay. We automatically assume we can take what we want, and we don't have to worry about the police. It's okay, you didn't know. We didn't either. Good stuff now. This is what we were taught, sir. <laughs> we're subverting existing paradigms. <laughs> <laughs> This rules. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad we went to college. Hey, it's like, now I have the skills for today's workplace. Well, let's see. What should we take next? Let's take that car. <laughs> um, but that's a police car. Beavis, you dumbass. Didn't you hear? We don't have to worry about getting stopped by the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Beavis. Let's tear ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Don't move! Uh, sir, maybe you didn't know, but we have white privilege. Get your hands where I can see them! <laughs> I think the problem is you're just uneducated. Yeah, we're gonna get jobs on Wall Street. I'm sorry, I didn't put the video up for you guys to see my bad on that, but I just played the audio for the podcast, sorry. Uh, but God, that was good. I'd like to watch that whole thing. God, that's good. Uh, Double Rod says, I listened to that interview and agree. It was pro probably why it was one of Rogan's shortest interviews. Yeah, dude, that thing was like, most of his interviews are three hours. This thing was like um, an hour 10, dunzo. Like, it was a dreadful interview. And everything he, basically everything was a response. So if Rogan was like, yeah, you know, there was this MMA fight, and it was, uh, you know, Steve Smitherson. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that was that fight with Steve Smitherson. And, like, it's all the interview was. I was really let down by that. But, yeah, I think this Beavis and Butthead's going to be fucking good, and I'm all here for it. Like, I'm ex like I'm obviously not going to watch it because we don't have Paramount Plus, but, oh, boy. But yeah, these streaming services have to stop because I get that's the point. Like, one has one you want to watch, another one has another one, and they think, oh, everyone will just subscribe to all of them, but there's too many. There's too damn many streaming services. And eventually they'll eat each other. Or I'll eat them because I'm fat. Um, or is there coconut on it? Um, but they'll have to. It's kind of like XM. There are only two satellite radio channels, and they ate each other. So at well, some point. Are you paying for Apple TV now? 
Uh, I, I think it's like three bucks or something. I forgot how much it's costing me. But I did that because I um like I figured why not? There could be something on there that I eventually want to watch. Seems like Paramount Plus would be the better investment. There's like four things in a row now we've seen that we're like, oh, Paramount Plus. What the hell else? Oh, is the is Paramount Plus the one where they have the the Godfather thing? I think so. Now to be fair, I do not care about the Godfather, but, a couple but the things. making of it yeah, there's there shows were, on there. There were a few things that like just in the past couple of weeks we're like, oh, Paramount Plus, yep. Mm. I think I'm here for that. Might be a better investment than Apple TV. You know what? I, I don't might, even think we've ever watched Apple TV. Tonight I think we need to look into Paramount Plus. Maybe I'll just cancel Apple TV right now. I thought at some point I'd watch the uh, that that uh, morning show, and I've watched like three episodes of it. It's like I like knowing that the possibility is there. Like I like knowing that I might be able to watch that at some point, but I never That's actually what they do. They want you to think because they're like, "Great, we have your money." Or the same thing with Ted Lasso. I'm like, maybe I'll watch Ted Lasso, and then I realize there's British accents, and Jilly she can't handle British accents. Also, you've already said that you're gonna hate T- Ted Lasso just on principle. Yeah, you're right. Because everyone else likes it, so you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to like it. But then it. how do we watch random Astros games? Uh-huh. Well, what if the Cardinals are playing? What if the? Oh, yeah. And my, my soccer games that I like to bet on. How will I watch those, Jilly? You love MLS. Without that, how will I make it? Oh, look, DShell88 says, you have to watch it. I'll give you my login. Hit me in the DMs, broham. I'll be glad to take your... Uh, to partake of your uh, your password and stuff, because like we're we're a share, and we have we have uh, HBO Max because a friend shares it with us. You're not supposed to say that on the internet. Why? What are they going to do? What if they're listening? Who is they? HBO Max. They're not. I well, can assure they, you. They keep saying they're cutting down on this. Then and if and they Netflix. do, they do. But until they do, we share a password just like we used to share our our uh, WWE Network password with James Lee Mudd so he could watch old wrestling matches. And just like we give our, we gave our, uh, was it Netflix to somebody the other day? Mm-hmm. Just a rando. Just someone sent me a tweet. They're like, hey, can I have your Netflix? I'm like, yeah, bro. Here you go. Freedom, bro. Fucking freedom. It Sweet freedom. It wasn't a rando. It wasn't. But that really sounded good. That made me sound badass. Like, you know what? Yeah. You get my until password. Until Netflix shuts down your account. No, it all sounds badass until they, uh, until I find out that my iPad, like someone actually got it. And, uh, and like, all my shit stolen. Like, I think that's what they said they were going to do anyways. Like, accounts that have, like, multiples that are clearly not in the same household, they're just going to start adding money onto your bill. I see. Because they have to. I mean, Netflix is, like, firing hundreds of people every month. Yeah. Apple TV. Now, some are saying Apple TV sucks. Here's another good point from Sharkbait TX. Baseball on Apple TV sucks. Picture is great, but announcing is high schoolish. I'd argue it's below high school. I did play-by-play when I was in high school, and I was better than those people. Uh, It sucks. It's really bad. I don't care if it's a man, woman, whoever doing it. It blows. Um, You would think all the money they invested in that, they'd be like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get some high-quality people. Because, like, isn't Amazon, like, I just read that they're getting, is it Amazon who's doing the Thursday night games that has yeah. the whole package now? Mm-hmm. Or Apple TV, one of them? Amazon. And uh, and they hired Carissa Thompson to do the Thursday night football. She of a lovely beaver, which has been just violated, uh, just angrily, I would imagine, at some point by Jay Williams. Um, she'll be hosting that, I guess, on Amazon, on Thursday night football. Honestly, I don't think it matters who the hell you hire to well, put on these things. People and the will other watch report it. is that Akib Talib is also going to be on there. And we I do how, like. Well, I'll know, we know I, how Philly feels about Akib Talib. Philly is not a fan of black football player announcer guys, especially those who do not speak white. 
And Akib Talib does he falls into the category of black dudes who do not speak white. And um, that will not be popular with them. But at least he won't be doing uh, uh, the actual game. So he'll just be doing the studio stuff. Well, it's, it's, is it uh, it's Joe Buck, right? And Aikman are on. That's where they moved to? No, they moved to ESPN. Oh. They're doing Monday Night Football. Who moved to Amazon then? Uh, Al Michaels. Oh, and yeah. we say he moved. He got fired. Duh. They removed him from NBC, this legend. They're like, deuces, bro. Mike Tirico, another known predator, by the way. He just had the good fortune of being a predator in a past life before there was an internet. But uh, he'll be doing Sunday Night Football, and now Al Michaels is over. I don't know who his partner. Oh, it's uh, what's, uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. Kirk Herbstreet's going to do games on Amazon with Al Michaels. Uh, let's see here. The announcers are so bad. The guy said Kyle Tucker's grand slam was a rally killer because there was nobody left on base. Now, there's a point to be made there. I'm going, you say that all the time. Well, and you know who I got that from? I got that from a fellow that you might know by the name of Larry Anderson, who used to pitch for the Astros and the Phillies, and he's a Phillies broadcaster off and on still. It is true that are now it depends on the point in the game and stuff. But if you have no, if you got bases loaded, nobody out, and you hit a grand slam, well, the bases are clear, and it's basically a clean slate for the pitcher. You don't want to give up those runs, but it's a clean slate at least. Like the like it honestly, as opposed to a grand slam, you'd rather have three straight singles after that, and just keep the line moving, or a double and then a single, because it keeps people on base. And when people are on base, pitchers have more pressure. A grand slam, and it's like, well, shit, that sucked. But hey, clean slate, let's go. Tariko is a stalker, Josh. There's a difference. Good point, Double Rods. I take that back. He was not a predator. He was just a drunk, horny guy back. But it was okay to be a drunk, horny guy because there was no internet. Uh, they went on to score four more runs that inning. Well, then that's different. Understood, M.W. Soulgrove. Uh, let's see. Logging into Josh's Netflix just to see the only thing he's ever watched is Cuties 700 times. That is not true. I have watched Hoops 700 times yep. and Dawson's Creek. You dick. Lots of Dawson's Creek. Friend of mine texted me the other day uh, from high school, and he goes, when's the last time you watched Dawson's Creek? I was like, eh, me and Jilly watched the whole series maybe a couple years ago. That yeah. sound right? Watched the whole damn series. Now. We finally finished it. And he goes, really? That recently? I said, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to get my girlfriend um, into watching it, and she thinks it sounds kind of dumb. I'm like, that's well, the point. I think your girlfriend's kind of a bitch, and I think you should leave her. Well, is so what I that's think. the point is it's, you do it to make fun of it. It's not like you turn on One Tree Hill and you're like, I watch it because it's good. You're doing it because it's dumb. The same reason we watched all those seasons of The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Because it was stupid. And you'd and go back great. and watch all those again. I would do that today. If you said, Josh, you have options. You can watch, you know, whatever the, like, Stranger Things. Or you can re-watch every episode of of uh, the secret life of the American teenager. I will be taking secret life of the American teenager all damn day. Not even a debate because have you guys watched it? People in the chat. Did you watch secret life? Like, did we buy DVDs of that? Yeah. To catch up this is back before, you know, you would flip on you know, every show had, you know, on demand and shit. Yeah. We bought all the seasons on DVD. We bought them, and then we, then we eventually picked up with it live. So, uh, boy, that's exciting. Uh, so I might do that again. Fuck it. I might get, I might get wild. I might get wild and watch that shit while I eat my new piece of uh, cake. Just start watching. It's a great show and it's so over the top dramatic. It's almost like watching the room, but a TV show about a girl getting pregnant at 16. Like it's that ridiculous. So 
I think you should uh, do that. I had a buddy, a radio guy here that sent me a message, and he goes, what is Wing Bowl? This, I know ah. this is random. But he goes, what is Wing Bowl? I go, yeah, it's just this huge radio event. Uh, arguably the biggest radio promotion ever. But really, it's just a bunch of really disgusting Northeastern gross people taking a day off of work, clogging toilets, fighting each other. And why and did watching they stop like a, that? Because it was like, was it a cancelable event now? Because, you know, broads and boobs and flashing. Well, I think that was part of it. I think they also canceled it because Angelo was retiring and nobody else was going to be able to do it. But I think the bigger issue was the cancel culture part of it. It's right. like, yeah, it's kind of had its moment. And it's over. Everyone's hammered at six in the morning, flashing shit. Um, yes, so totally. Like the past, the last two years of it, they were like, yeah, don't let women flash the camera. Like, yeah, like it's, that's, that was wing bowl. <laughs> it was uh, gross. The whole event's gross. Uh, but it was like the biggest radio event ever. And I was like, why? He's like, well, you know, I'm just I'm studying up on Angelo because I, you know, I heard he's retiring. So I'm just curious to see what he sounds like. I'm like cool you still never got angelo on this podcast and that was like six months ago i know i gotta do that he's gonna think you're a dirty filthy liar no he doesn't angelo would never feel that way about me he probably already does anyway so um also and the thing here's the thing talk about enablers right i don't see a lot of shit because i don't go searching for shit i didn't go searching for coconut cake today you brought it to me right there was that well also I don't see shit from Crossing Broad. I don't follow them. I have them muted on social media, so I never actually see it. The only time I see anything that they write or any uh, any of that was when people send it to me. So yesterday, somebody sent me... Um, so they sent me a link to a Crossing Broad story, which was, get this, the 15 best Mike Missanelli Radio War stories. Great. And I said, okay, I'll bite. So I clicked on it, and I'm fairly certain six of them included something involving my show. I'm like, I mean, but this guy, a fucking loser. I think we all know that. But um, it was like the time that Mike Missinelli's brother called. I'm like, well, that uh, was one of the greatest things that's ever happened. They might actually have some audio of that. Well, now I got to go look. Because I, I was, I was going to say, I wish we had that audio because that shit was hilarious. The gynecologist, yeah. who was the first doctor, by the way, when we moved there, because I didn't have insurance at the time. We weren't um, married. When yeah. I bought the, uh, or I didn't have insurance, so I had to find somewhere that would take like the, like state something that I bought for women's health. And yes. I had to Google gynos, and the first one that came up was something Missinelli, and I was like, well, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> There's the guy. <laughs> and thank God I didn't, like, because he was right by our house. Yeah. So I think they eventually started recording at some point. Oh, uh, I guess maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Darn, I thought it did. Because his audio, WIP, CBS, darn. But, like, looking at the, the transcript of it, Says, Missinelli, there you go again. All the way you made you successful in your mind, so you must be worried about it. Ennis, no, I'm not concerned. He's concerned. He's the one who said he'd never talk about the show, and now he is. Your brother's career is over, thanks to me. I'm putting your brother in the ground ratings wise. He has no chance. Can he? And I, he starts to talk, and I interrupt and go, Hey, can he join the family business and look at vaginas? He was number one in Arbitron for decades, to which I go, Decades? Decades? Yes, decades. God, you're a liar and you're full of it, just like your brother. You guys are peas in a pod. Are you sure you're not really him? Here's what you want to do. You want to meet me somewhere in the parking lot and let's just do it? To which I respond, oh, so now you just want to fight? I'm just calling you on your BS and now you want to fight. To which he says, there's no reasoning with you. I'm not going to reason with you about your loser brother, I say. 
I just want to see you in a parking lot to kick your ass. That's all I want to do. So what are you going to do? Are you going to lose your license over fighting me? This is how stupid you are. How would that make me lose my medical license? If you just attack somebody in the parking lot, you're probably going to jail, John. That's not true because you're doing enough to provoke. My God, they're stupid people. I'm on the radio talking. You called up to have this discussion, you meathead. I wouldn't let you anywhere near any woman. I know, I wouldn't let you anywhere. Hold on. I wouldn't let you anywhere near any woman I know's vagina. See, there's no sense in talking to you, be, uh, dude, because you're always going to be a smart ass. You're a smart ass professional, sort of radio way of twisting things. What did I twist? You're just like your brother. You complain about stuff. I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you've demonstrated you are the Philadelphia, uh, who you are to the Philadelphia public. The Philadelphia public loves me. I am Philadelphia. This show is Philadelphia. Your brother's show is dead. I love Philadelphia. These people are ready for change. Your brother blows. I don't go anywhere in the city and they talk about you. Oh, well. Oh, well, you must not be going to philly.com and blogs. And you know what? I don't look at ratings and see your brother. Again, imagine if I would have gone to this gynecologist. I know. Then the Missinelli brother goes, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. What I'm going to do is this. Don't ever get into a situation where I'm near you. Oh, so now you're threatening me? So if I uh, so if I were your brother, I would have already called the cops because your brother is such a pussy that he doesn't have the balls to do anything either. This is the guy that came out, by the way, and called the cops because we sent him flowers. And why aren't you listening to your brother's show? You're just like all the other liars that call. The other liars that call. You know what they do? They go, oh, I listen to you during commercial break. No, you don't because nobody listens to the guy's show. I am Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia. And I love the people here. And I love having the number one freaking radio show here. And I will continue to do so you, you know didn't. how what spoiler alert <laughs> you didn't. narrator he didn't the station is dead that entire thing is dead god forbid who uh he is gonna have call up next is his mom gonna call me is his daughter gonna call at least i don't have my daddy calling the radio there, there you go so boy how could you not be entertained by that it's really a shame that audio doesn't exist anymore that had to have been one of the more entertaining things in the history of anything ever that's fucking great Oh, boy. Anyway, so. On that note, on that tell note, them about Aqueduct Plumbing. Yes, I will. Aqueduct Plumbing Company. It's Billy and his sister, Mary. God, those fucking lines in that were just class. I was a fucking psycho. I am Philadelphia. Well, I looked. That's what they. That's what Andy wanted me to do. Just that kind of shit. So I was doing it, man. I mean, look. That's compelling radio right there. Guy, your competition's brother calls and wants to fight you, and it turns out he's a fucking gynecologist, so you call him the vagina doctor the whole time? My God, that's compelling. Nobody's, look, look, nobody's doing that kind of compelling shit on the radio. You can say it's immature, whatever. That's compelling. You are not turning that off. Are you really going to flip over to Mike Missinelli to hear him doing General Knowledge Tuesday or whatever? Or are you going to listen to me fight with his brother? That's compelling. Anyway. Aqueduct Plumbing Company, 281-488-6238. Uh, of course, I mean, they've been at it a long time. They've been with us for a long time, since back in the 790 days. And um, I tell you, Billy Brown's a great guy, great family. They're just good at what they do, man. Repipes, leak detection, camera inspection, plumbing fixtures, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water filters, drain cleaning. They do it all. They kick ass, and I would urge you to use them if you ever need any plumbing work done. 
So reach out to them at Aqueduct Plumbing Company, 281-488-6238. Excellent service. Great people. Get a quote if you need any of this done. 281-488-6238, aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They are at your disposal. Ah, boy. Ah, what a time. You know, like sometimes I do sit there and I go, God, I miss doing that shit. Because it's in me. It's in there. There's just no reason to do it anymore. I mean, what am I going to well, do? Now it's usually looked down upon by employers. So. Yeah, and and what am I going to do? Go after some slapdick Hooterville radio in Nashville? Like, everybody with a brain knows that this is all bullshit radio here. It's a bunch of dopes. So, I mean, what am I going to do? Fight with them? Nobody would give a fuck. So, and I don't need to fight with anybody because I'm kicking all their asses. So, what would be the point? But... Although I was kicking his ass at the time, too, but I couldn't stop going after him. If I would have stopped just a little bit sooner, like if I would have let that be like the apex, like what wasn't in that transcript was that like Eskin starts going off on him, too. And I remember us leaving. That happened when we were at a training camp and we were in one of these little trailers doing the show from there and we're both leaving. And I'm like, dude, that was fucking great shit. (laughs) Just awesome. And uh, just nobody does that kind of shit anymore. Because they ask you not to. Yeah. The world sucks now. It does. But what are you going to do? You know, maybe that maybe it'll all come back around again. You've been saying that for like five years. It probably won't. Uh, I tried listening to a couple of sports talk stations in Houston the last couple of days. Absolutely horrible. I even had to turn off John and Lance after five minutes, and I used to love listening to them. I like those guys. Uh, so I have nothing against them, but, you know, I, I often wonder, though, it's like, will somebody pick up the phone and say, listen, we know you're killing it in rock radio, but can you come back and, and make sports radio interesting? But don't Maybe. fight with anyone. But don't fight with anybody. Don't talk shit. But um, what, what can you do? And the other part is like, so like a lot of times people will message me and say, man, I'd love to have you back on the radio in Houston. Here's the negative about Houston. The sports radio is all on shitty AM stations, which are dead in. Like you can only get so high. Somebody brought this up and then I'll, then I'll be done here. But somebody brought this up the other day. I actually, you know, I got a text from Seth about something. And I was thinking about like when he was on the station doing the show with Meltzer and me and Rich were on. Like that was kind of the last time that sports radio there had a a real pulse, you know, we were crushing and like we had impact, you know, nobody else did. We were making impact. I don't know that you can do that in Houston anymore, especially with one FM. That's a, you know, a dinky rimshot FM. And then you've got, you know, two AM stations that, that just aren't doing anything aggressive. I mean, I don't know if this kid's any good or not, but like six ten hired a program director. That's like 25 years old. Like, well, I think it's 27, some young kid, like, like, I got underpants older than you, kid. I don't know. I don't. That's not true. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's kind of the way it goes. That job was open for 100 years, that that program director job at 610. Why? Because Odyssey, which I saw a story today, their stock is a dollar. I don't know how much iHearts is, but Odyssey's is a dollar. And, um, that like, that job was open forever. And I'm thinking that they're just not paying anybody. Well, that's probably why they hired a young guy. <laughs> probably, because, I mean... Jeez. Uh, Mad Radio was a great midday show. I agree. Uh, but uh, you did make waves on 610. I did, but that was also a decade ago. People forget that. That was, I left there in 2013, eight years ago. Nine years ago. Shit. I got there like 13 years ago. Jesus Christ, I'm old. And to put it full circle, I'm fat in the face mostly. Well, all around. 
Uh, but anyway, all right, you guys are great. Make sure you tell your friends about the pod. I think, uh, you know, this fall, I think shit's going to blow up again. I'm going to get a couple more sponsors back engaged with it, get locked in again. But uh, um, tell your friends about it. I, what we need to do is rip off PK and just get stickers. Where are you at, Harold? Harold, we need a, uh, what are those things called? QR code. We need. A, I'm so locked in that I don't even Harold know what it's called. Harold told us a million times that he can do that. I he know. Do that, but we were, he was waiting to see what you were going to call the podcast. That's true. Okay, I have a lot of shit I need to do before like August. Yeah. And I have all day to do it, which is a good thing. But I just got to get on it and kind of get shit going again. But uh, I'm actually kind of enjoying it again because it's not angry. It's just shooting the shit and having a good time. So, uh, But, yeah, I'll just rip off all of PK stuff and uh, see what I'll do. I got to check in with him and see how their numbers are doing because they got stickers everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, and they do a good fucking job, man. But PK is one of my boys. So I love him. And I tell him that all the time, especially when I'm hammered. I'll send him texts like, bro, you're fucking legendary, bro. Bro, you're like, no, bro, you're legendary. Yeah, it's a bro. shame we couldn't have worked out the uh, the dual live event, the duo. But I would urge all collab. of you to go. They're doing their live event in Houston, right? Well, I don't know if they're going to do it now. Oh, no, because we couldn't uh, team up. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I feel bad. But they're now. doing one in Atlanta. Because, hey, uh, Brad Hall will make a road trip to Atlanta. By the way, speaking of road trips, then I'm done, I swear. So we were talking about how dad's got a concert uh, coming up. Is it in November? October? Uh, in Missouri, in Poplar Bluff, where I was born, dad's hometown. And Lee Greenwood is going to be there, and his opening act is Cowboy Ralph. And sure enough, after we talked about that, I get a text from Brad Hall. He's like, bro, I, we can make that drive. That was yep. like nine hours. <laughs> I mean, the bro, I'm there. It's happening. So I, I think we might have to make a trip. Dad will sure love to see you guys. Is John Cassio coming? I, I haven't told him yet. But I guess I should you like should? make plans on a Monday night or Tuesday, whenever it is well, in October. You know, that is, they've got to plan ahead now with these flights and everything. So you that's gotta true. So, but yeah, it would be Lee Greenwood, OLG. He of uh, God bless Canada fame and cowboy Ralph got, uh, who is famous for uh, Walmart honeymoon. So there you go. Also, thanks to Brad Hall for that Texas shirt that I got in the mail. We were wondering who sent that. It was Brad Hall. So it had like Bucky's and everything. By the way, the Bucky's opened, uh, right? The new Bucky's opened here like an hour away from us yesterday. <clears throat> Can we stay at your old house? Well, I didn't have an old house there. Fun fact, friend. My grandma lived in a place, but then before she, like, I don't know when she left that house. I'm fairly certain my grandma never paid bills. She did, That's why she had so many different phone numbers. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Like every, I'd get a new call from a number. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Grandma would leave a message. Josh, it's grandma, hon. Like, I have a new phone. Yeah, because you don't pay your phone bill, so you just keep buying burner phones. Bless her heart. What a lady. Anyway, now I got to go. We got to go pick up Luther at daycare. Yep. Anyway, we love you guys, and we'll see you later.